expressing the truth about the church in this world we live in. Welcome to Real Talk Ministry Podcast. This podcast talks about the issues we're facing with the church today and the challenges of balancing our life with Christ in this world we live in. Let's get ready to hear some real talk with our host, Miss Nisi. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Minister Nisi with Real Talk Ministry. I just want to say that it has been a blessing that God has chosen me to be a voice in a time where love and joy and peace and understanding and truth need to be told. I don't think I'm perfect, but I think God has chosen me to be able to speak encouragement, to speak a word, and to speak life into dead places. Um, Can I cause these dry bones to live? I think with this breath and with his hope and love and joy and the spirit that he has given me, even if it means my own dry bones, even if it's with my own dry bones, I believe that I can inhale and exhale life back into my body when I need it. I just want to say that this is February and you know if you haven't following me and I think this is the third year now probably. I think it's going on three years that I've been doing the audio podcast. But if you've been following me, then you know that um, I always do something for Black History Month. Uh, I did put out, you may just heard a recording about Black History. And it's not to just lay it on thick because I'm Black. But I do want to send out the importance of knowing that Black History is for everybody and not just Black people. And Black History Month is... 24-7. It doesn't have to be a special date or time set aside. A date or time set aside in a year just to have a conversation about Black people. And honestly, every Black history conversation doesn't have to be a race bait or someone to feel like um, they should be feeling hurt or bad about what's happening unless you're still contributing to the race and hatred today. But this is going to be something very light. It's going to be something that I feel that um, will bring encouragement. I know, again, I always have one particular subject that I talk about. And it's sad because sometimes this subject is the same subject every year. But I just want to make sure we all have an understanding that we all can grow from each other and we all can learn from each other. So in the light of talking about Black history, I do want to continue to encourage people to know that Black History Month is not made of marketing. It's not the time just to market and put out Black people products um, in the stores. I know for many, it's like we just want to acknowledge. We just want to show the world that we support. At the end of the day, it's just a marketing gimmick. And I know it doesn't just fall on the Black race and the Black community, but that's what it is. I will say personally, it doesn't matter the race. It doesn't matter who you are as a person. Whenever you only do something just to have people purchase or buy just because of their race or who they are as a person, even if they're gay or transgender and they just put up the rainbow sign, all of those are gimmicks. Nobody want to be treated like a sales price or to be um, pushed into purchasing stuff just because you want to show black black people appreciation. 
our appreciation isn't what we go in the store and see. Because if we're going into the store, whether you put the marquee out front with a can of collard greens to say we're supporting Black History Month, we know we don't have to grab it in the front. If we're coming in your store on in June for some collard greens or some hair care products, we're coming in the store for that anyway. That's not showing support. Showing support is to be able to reach out to a company that is Black-owned and say, we would love to put your uh, information out there or have you come in and do a presentation or you know how they have people stand and give away free food at Sam's and, and uh, Costco, you know, to advertise or put the advertisement out there. Something that can bring money back into the community, not just random products that is out there because you want to show that black people where it is. This is black hair care. So we're just going to put this out here because of black people. And the most important thing you can do is train your staff to appreciate black people when they come into the store. The worst thing anybody can do as a black person or any, the worst thing, the worst way any person can feel as a black person is to walk in a store and see all this black stuff out here that you think is to our culture. And then when we walk around the store, we get followed. Or if I go to the register, which this has happened plenty of times before, um, I'm being treated like I already stole something or I didn't have the money to afford it. The way people treat you at the register when they're racist, even if it seems mild and it's like some people have really perfected it. It may seem mild. It may seem like, oh, no, this is not it. Um, They're just being nice. Racist, people who've been racist to black people for a long time, we pick up on those things. We may never say anything because we have to take the good with the bad a lot, but we pick up on those things and we know what you're doing. There's a lady that I go to, I still go to this store, uh, this food store, so it's nothing against the food chain, but I know when I see this lady, I'm not getting in her line. So I'm not going to have her check me out. I don't even want her speaking to me because what seems so innocent is not innocent. And it's, well, it could be seen like it's out there and you know what you're doing. So I just avoid it. I just avoid her at all costs. But it just really doesn't make sense for you to show your celebration by putting this marketing out and your people are still following us and treating us like trash. The best thing you could do is take the year to teach them how to appreciate all customers when they come in the store. Don't follow, don't assume, don't make accusations that are not there and let us purchase what we want and what we really came in for and leave peacefully. How about that? That could be something that can be done by anybody every day, every year. If we can get that, at least in my stores that I go to, (laughs) I will be shocked, but definitely very happy. And every year, it seems like when I do a podcast, I have to reiterate again what is wrong with Black History Month. And I hope one day people will hear us and not just look at this month as a day to become upset because we have a month but actually hear 
how we can make this inclusive for everybody, but make it better for us. And then you could take this practice and do it all the time instead of just acting like we don't know. So we don't care because we're not addressing it every single time you do it or that we have to ignore you or can't shop comfortably. That's one. So the marketing, that's one. Media, I cannot stand. I cannot stand it. And I'm going to call out this one. I didn't call out the grocery store, but this one in particular, I'm going to call out the streaming like Hulu, HBO, even Disney. Disney, let me tell y'all something. Disney didn't really have anything to put out for Black History Month. They only had the same black shows and, te- you know, black shows, cartoons. And they were supposed to put out Wakanda Forever in January. They had a schedule for January. And I promise you, this is exactly how it came across. It was like, you know what? We didn't have enough for black history. So let's put Wakanda Forever, the movie that was just recently streaming, into uh, February so let's debut in February. And it was just debuted February 2nd. When it really was supposed to come out in January. Disney. Hulu. Yeah, Hulu, if you're on social media, they were like, you can look at these shows. HBO, all of them stars. It's like all down through the year. It's like there's movies that are out there that could be seen, promoted. That doesn't even get promoted. But once they want us to join in and sign up to look at these black shows, these black movies, then it's like, okay, you can come to our network. You can come to our streaming. And you can watch the movies here. And again, for those who are listening and thinking, oh, why is that an issue Oh, black people are always making an issue out of the small stuff. They really just trying to help people to see. Now, these are things I hear from other races. They just really trying to help people to see that y'all content are out there and that y'all are out there. And this is encouragement and people want to know, why would you be mad at that? Because when you use it as a marketing scheme, it's totally different. That content has been out there long before the 28th of uh, Long before February. Long before the 28 days of February. So that content could have been used and displayed anytime. To remind us that this is a black month. And that's the reason why you want us to come and sign up. It's just a marketing scheme. And it's just a dig at us. Like we're only good for this month. Or we're only capable of having shows that you feel are black enough for people to want to listen to read and that's good like listen to and see and that's good but let it be all the time not just some of the time and I know for many I'm, I'm trying to get all these little disclaimers out of the way so people can hear the heart of the black person me as a black person and not the rant that may come across as a black person so I'm being very careful because I'm not ranting I'm just saying. So you may say, okay, if you go to Netflix, you go to Hulu, you have a banner that says for black people, if you wanna if you wanna watch black black people shows, you know, black people movies. If people took out more time to respect us and really put out the content that we want 
to put out there or that we're constantly telling people we would like to have out there, it'll be much more respected to have a banner for black people or black movies. It's not for black people, it's for anybody, but for black movies and black content, if it really came from us. When you have people handpicking shows that they think would be safe for them, as opposed to counseling shows that really speak volumes to what is going on with black people in America today, that's a big difference. I think what happening is when black people say something that they see that is wrong and need to be corrected or need to be changed or need to be handled a different way, it automatically now comes across as a rant being not compassion or understanding to what is taking place and what is going on because we feel like it's coming across as we feel like we're not satisfied or happy with what is uh, already taking place because people are trying so hard to please us. And the thing about it is we never asked anybody to please us. We're just asking certain things to make our lives comfortable in your world. Because 90% of the time, our lives are not comfortable in this world. We're making adjustments to be here. I'm Real Talk Ministry. So I'm speaking my audio podcast today for February. And if you have followed me in the past, Minister Nisi always use her audio platform to speak what she feels is in her heart. Now, I will go ahead and put out there that last year I was supposed to do an audio and a video and my video was a Bible study. So this is different this year. The Lord is freestyling. He's basically saying, whatever I say for you to do, that's what you'll do. So I'm putting this out there now in the middle of this audio podcast. So you won't get confused and think, I thought this was real talk ministry. It is. Well, why is the minister talking like that? Because it is important as a black woman, as a black person who live in this world, have been living in this world for so long, that I find a way somehow, even if it's just one person listening, to help with the correction of how we are being treated every year. If you listen to my podcast, you may say, there's got to be something different. The problem is, I wish it was. I wish there was a lot of different things happening, but until it do happen, I don't mind being one of the many black Americans who are willing to address it. I'm addressing it in love. There's no hate towards this. And I'm also saying if you're a black person and you're doing this to other people, okay, then stop. But I really wish the 99.5% of the majority of the people who are doing it will stop first. Marketing, media, and how about ourselves? I think as the black community, and I say this all the time, this is not to exclude any race. I say that all the time because I think we all learn together. We grow together. We have a better understanding. I think it's being taught in the world now, having a better understanding of somebody else's race to have a compassion and have a truth about them. It's being flipped. So it won't happen. But that's the cares of the world. It's doing its job. Satan is doing its job with the mindless, unchristian people. Some of the people that are being used by Satan are calling themselves Christians. 
And we just have to pray for them and everyone else. But I think the problem is we pick and choose what we decide in this world, what should be discussed, how it should be discussed. And I'm not talking about the critical race theory. I'm not talking about that because to me, that means nothing to me in the sense that if you can't, if you can teach about the president, Abraham Lincoln and George Washington and see the play Hamilton or read on Hamilton or anything back in that time, if you talk about the Civil War, if you talk about any war, anything that happened in that time, if you talk about how the states were developed, if you talk about Britain, if you talk about um, Virginia, if you talk about anything that has to do with anything in the beginning of the time that we know from the history books that we feel started with George Washington, there's no way you could leave black people out. So this is not about critical race theory. There's no way you could talk about Abraham Lincoln and not talk about black people. There's just no way. There's no way you could talk about the civil wars and the wars that took place and not talk about black people. There's just no way. So it's not about critical race theory. It's not about debating or uh, going against politics. So what I'm about to say is that as black people, we don't have to wait on politics. We don't have to wait till it's taught in our schools. We have the tools available to us. Even before Google, we have the tools available to us to teach. And not just our own, because we still want to put out there that people need to hear and know about. That people need to hear and know about our history. You can't ask me to love and respect the people who went through the Holocaust, people who died in 9-11, people who came through um, other channels and, and, and through the canals and whatever to get here for freedom and expect their culture, expect their language, expect where they came, respect, not expect but respect where they came from. And then when it comes to me as a black person, I need to get over it. Um, it, it wasn't me. I wasn't there. So why am I being, why do I have to, you know, be responsible for my ancestors and what they did? I wasn't in Germany and this is nothing against Jews, but I wasn't in Germany. I wasn't, I knew nothing about the Holocaust except what was taught to me. And I know it was wrong. And I understood and started studying for myself some of the great people who came out of there alive who were still able to tell a testimony of how bad it was. I would never, ever take that away from them because it's not my right, one. And secondly, that's history that happened in this world. It has a connection to their culture now. Why in the world would you ask me to respect that? But turn around and tell me that slavery was years ago and that slavery was forever ago. So I need to get over it. That is the most disrespectful thing anybody can ask, anybody can do of their own race. And I mean, whether you're Spanish, Irish, it doesn't matter. You all have some kind of connection to your culture or to your race. And if someone tells you just forget about it, it don't matter anymore, 
just to satisfy their needs and their feelings, that's a slap in the face. Especially when there are still contents, there are still pieces of racism still stemming from the way it was back then. And we have to admit that it is. Because, just because, well, I was going to say maybe people are not getting lynched anymore, but that's a lie. Um, We're still getting killed because we're black. So, I mean, it's still out there. Even with the laws in place, it's still out there. And people still get away with it. Which makes the laws sometimes null and void. It's like, why is it even there? But I say this to say, don't, to the black community, stop feeling like you need to just dismiss it because you're tired of hearing it. Or you're tired of people who is fighting because you're not fighting. Don't dismiss it. Because once you get to that point where you feel like you just think, we're being too extra or we just being too much. They got you. And I hate to say it that way, but they do. They got you. They got you right where they want you. Who's they? People who want you to be dismissive of your own race, your history, and your past. And once they reel it in your mind that it's not that big of a deal anymore, because we have more freedom now than they did in, our, in the past, then they can do whatever they want. If you don't vote, they're doing whatever they want. Who is they? People in office, the political leaders, the racists. If you're in political office and you're not a racist, then I'm not talking about you. But those people in office, there is the man. There is a the man. (laughs) The man can be a woman too. But whenever you hear people say or do anything to stop you from voting, stop you from um, having a history... Stop, take away your past. Stop the teaching. Remember when we like, the man, that's the man. Those people are the man. And don't ever let them strip that. Don't ever get tired. Like, I know with me, I get tired of slave movies. And I hear my community say that. We're tired of slave movies. But at the end of the day, that's where our ancestors were. They were slaves. Why would I get tired of knowing my history? Even as painful as it is. Because we only focus on one part of our history. We only focus on the two or three people that the world push in our face to make us feel like this is the comfortable black people that you should be able to honor. And sadly, that is what's happening. Martin Luther King How many more statues of Martin Luther King do we need? Martin Luther King Jr. do we need? And I do appreciate and I do not say this in disrespect, but how many more Martin Luther King Jr. statues do we need? And what is it proving? It's almost like an insult to the dead because here you are throwing up these statues and and what he died for still is not happening. There are so many other people in the world that accomplish things. They may not ever have a statue, but they definitely need to be talked about. I will be sharing some videos, not just this month, but it will be called Real Talk Ministry Black History Moments. Because I feel like Black History is not just for the Black History Month, 
But if it gives attention to people to pay attention or hate even more or be upset that we even have this month and it gives people the opportunity to throw stuff out there to say, let's use this because this is black content. By all means, I hope I, I get looked at too. And I wanted to talk about one of the contents that um, one of the videos, actually, I was um, actually putting some videos together. It started off as just like a presentation form, but I think I'm going to go ahead and do it in video uh, to put on my web website, realtalkministry.com and my YouTube site um, at RTM Media YouTube. And it's a lady named Elizabeth Freeman. <clears throat> Excuse me. She's known as Mom Bet. And she caught my attention because um, she sued and filed a lawsuit for freedom in the state of Massachusetts in 1829. And she won. She couldn't go as her own self because she was a woman. But she had to use a black person, a male, in order to go before the courts. But she decided that there was something in the Constitution that said about freedom. And why would she be a slave in the Constitution saying that they should be free? And she challenged that and won. Won some good money too, especially for that time. I will be putting that out in the weeks to come so you can see for yourself and learn of this lady. But until I started researching black people that doesn't get talked about <laughs> when I started doing that like I don't want to hear about no offense no I don't want to hear about Beyonce I don't want to hear about President Obama I, those are picks and choose those are the picks like these are comfortable we're when the world picks out the black people for you to recognize and honor those are the comfortable black people. Nothing against them. Not saying they're doing anything wrong. Of course, he's the first black president. Of course, she's a dynamic performer. And she has a lot of followers. And she does a lot of uh, give back. And I know to the Christian world, Beyonce is, uh. But she does a lot of um, positive things for her Houston community. So even though those things about her are not addressed, and I'm not taking up for her or nothing like that, so don't even go there. But even though it's obvious President Barack Obama was the president, it's like those are picks, though. Those are hand-chosen people picked so they can say these are cool people to talk about. They're neutral. It won't cause any problems. It won't cause any issues. Martin Luther King, he was nonviolent, so he was neutral. You do not see where I do not see a Malcolm X statue anywhere. And if it's out there, they never talk about its location and where where it is. <laughs> they never honored this man because Malcolm X to them was a neutral. Malcolm X said words that brought attention to black folks, gave them an understanding. Not saying that Martin Luther King didn't, but it brought attention to black folks. It gave understanding. It helped them to think. It helped them to think. And when they start saying we're taking these books and we're taking these things out of the uh, schools and stuff like that, it's because knowledge is power. And if we think, not that history would repeat itself, but history will repeat itself. Meaning, black people's minds will become stronger and not weak to these TikToks and dances and being limited to just 
saying that this is who you're supposed to be as a celebrity and don't talk too much, don't be too vocal. We still have to fight to have a voice without dying. Marcus Garvey. Ruby Bridges. She should have one. She's still alive. And that's another thing for our black community, I feel. We don't go back and get those who fought real hard and who had to face the most outrageous, dangerous tactics or people. We don't celebrate them enough to me. We don't. It's, it's, when the world is trying to handpick those that can be speech, speech engagements and speaking about the times and the trials back in that day, they always go back to the dead people. There's people alive who can remind people where they came from and how they were treated. But you never hear their voices. It's up to us as the black community to constantly have their voices heard. And it doesn't always have to be a reminder of slavery. But you can't still have the reminder of the hate still in your face every day and then want to dismiss our history. It's just not right. And we as black people shouldn't allow that to happen. We do have more freedom now. Free access to anything we want. To go search and get it. We just have to be proactive. And not forcing the world to do things that they have not done correctly since we've been here. So we have to do better within our own community to make things right. And we can do it. And just like in the times of Martin Luther King, just like in the times during Malcolm X, there were other races who wanted to support and help. And they can do it. And that's another thing about us as black people. We never just, there are some out there who is just like, the trust is gone, so it's just never going to happen. But we never just refuse the help of other races. But we all just want to be respected. And I don't know why it's so hard for black people to get that respect. I don't know why me being past the age of 40 still have to tell people how to treat us, how to respect us, how to love on us like we unconditionally do for you, do towards other races. I just said this in the radio recording you may, um, you can listen to that I just did a couple of days ago. And um, it's still true. I did it for uh, the beginning of the intro into black history and it's still true it's still true that we're still fighting and it's still true that we're still asking for respect and it's still true that i feel like that we're never gonna get it so we're never gonna get it wholeheartedly and sincerely but it's time for y'all to start faking it's start it's time for y'all meaning the racist and the hateful people and the disagreement and those who disagree with black people for no reason at all it's time for y'all to start Feeling like you got to make us comfortable instead of us always adjusting our lives so we can be comfortable. That's what I'm saying. Some people don't have to adjust themselves. They are just like, hey, we cool. Regular people. You're a person. I'm a person. If you do something to offend me, I'm going to treat you like a person who offended me. If you did something to make me mad, I'm going to treat you like a person who made me mad. If you did something to show me love and compassion, I'm going to treat you like a person who showed me love and compassion. Regular people. I sometimes just want to be a regular person on my job. I want to be a regular person when I go into the store. 
I want to be a regular person when I feel a cop is behind me. I want to feel to be a regular person when I walk into somewhere and I'm the only black person there. I want to feel regular as a regular person everywhere I go. Not just some places or when I'm around my own. And it's possible. Because as long as I have breath in my body and God allows me to continue to say the things I need to say for on the behalf of my people, I'm going to continue to say it. I'm saying it. I won't be the first one to say it. I won't be the last one to say it. I feel like we still need to fight. I feel like we don't need to give up. I feel like in the midst of these slave movies, don't overwhelm you with slave movies, but there's a lot of great other movies that out there and it doesn't have to be, and it's usually the ones that are not on the streaming stations. The movies that I really want to see from way, way back in the day are usually not on the streaming stations. And it could be technicality. It's not because I feel like they're holding it back for us not to see. It could be that they're not trying to invest in those movies either. But at the end of the day, you go to YouTube, find some great movies, some real positive black messages, and not just people like me where you can listen and say it's an opinion. When you see, and I'm going to end with this, when you see a black person or anybody who put content together to say this is the truth about what happened back in the day, or even if they don't feel like it's the truth about what happened back in the day, when you see all these pictures, pictures and messages and all this stuff coming up, on the board behind them and they're pointing to it like this is the truth and it's actually content they put together not someone who's just getting likes off of someone else's work actual content they put together you commend them for that because when I started putting this content together for black history uh, moments for RTM I started um probably like August of last year it's a lot it's a lot of information you have to go through. It's a lot of information to try to decipher over what is true. Um, it's a lot of information to study and research. And at one point, I was like, I'm tired. I, I'm, I'm going to try to find something easy. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, Lord, I'm t- oh my gosh, this is a lot of information. I'm, I'm not a researcher like this. But I kept pressing. I kept pressing and I actually gave myself time to make sure that every content that I was presenting didn't just have facts. But it was not um, something slipped in that was probably not true. And not being able to be living in that time or, like I said, being a researcher or doing it for the first time. Some of the stuff that I was doing are are putting together some for Black History for just this month moving forward uh, that I started in August it was a lot so you thank them the content they put together is not easy to decipher when you're trying to pull together the history of black people and we want to make sure we have this content so if they're already talking about taking it out of our schools and taking away from our children what it's going to be easy to dilute it on this website and web servers so you have to think about that too so i will say 
if anybody who has listened to me and has got to this point have any information they would like to research and know about black history, about your own history. Everybody's history is not bad. And it doesn't mean it can't be shared. But for the Black History Month, if you want to know about black history, please go to your library. Here in the Dallas area, they I feel like the library is the only place where it's like, okay, yeah, you may hate that they have uh, drag queens coming to read to kids. But at the same time, um, they represent black people. Uh, they represent the Chinese New Year. Like, every time I go to the library and there's something out there, it's like, yeah, we may not like it. We may not want to see it as individuals, but they actually have the books to represent black people and other races and other genders. So they're inclusive. To me, the Dallas Library, I don't know how it is with other libraries, but the ones that I've been going to, it's like, we can't, and we're not trying to put one over the other we have these books. We're promoting books. We're promoting self-awareness. So that has been my experience since I've been going back to the library in the last year. And it's been a good experience. They have a lot of good tools, just a lot of good stuff. And of course, I'm not getting paid for anything that I'm saying. But if you really want to see some black content, and um, I'm not talking BET, but with free um, movies that I have been enjoying watching. Go to Tubi. T-U-V-I. Free content. Download on your Roku app for free. And I promise you, every time I want to just see something black, I just go to Tubi. (laughs) If I want to see movies or see shows or see history, documentaries, um... Of course, it's not designed for, not that I'm aware of. I don't know anything about Tubi and their producers or nothing. But whenever I really want to see black content and see black documentary and see old movies and see things that it's like, I never have to wait until Black History Month. I just go to Tubi. (laughs) You can go to Tubi. They have some great stuff there. And if there's anything else out there that you know, share it. Share it with me at realtalkministry20 at gmail.com. Just share it with the world. Because our content shouldn't be limited to one month. Um, Marketing shouldn't just... I mean, if you're going to put it out there for us to go buy, put on a discount. Like, make it 50% off or something. Help everybody out. You have people buying black hair care just because 50% off. Like, do us some justice. So at the end of this podcast, I want to thank you for listening. I'm real. I'm Minister Nisi with Real Talk Ministry. And visit my website to keep up with the latest events of what's going on with my um, ministry for this year, for this month. And also know that I try my very best to not, and you may hear it, it may sound like I'm making... Um, people feel like you have to be a part. Like I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad, which is exactly what I'm doing. I'm trying not to make anybody feel like that they, that I'm picking on them or I'm picking on their race. But at the end of the day, like I said, I'm black. I'm a black woman. And I have experienced this more. I have experienced this racism all of my life. 
I don't expect my life to end no time soon, but it would definitely be nice if I had at least one year where I didn't have to experience that. Just one year. Just one day where I'm actually outside and don't have to put my mind on defense of what not to say, how not to say it, and to just totally ignore it. Now, do I have days where I don't have to? Yeah, but it's sad that most times I have to start off treating people with the love and kind and respect only to have to keep myself from going to jail because you just, the racist, not you. The racist people are just acting such a fool. I don't have a problem with my own race. I know sometimes being black, I can run into some issues with my own race and, and I don't really have a problem with that. People, there have been black, there are black people out there that have problems with their own race too. I don't really have problems with my own race. But when I do see a problem within my own race, I do try to adjust that too because it is my community. I want us to grow. But at the end of the day, I'm just tired of the racism. I don't think it ever is going to stop. But my prayer is that God just continue to hold us up and to bring people who are positive, who are a positive light into our world to give us hope and understand that despite of how it is, it doesn't always have to be. So keep God in your heart. Keep each other in prayer. Again, I'm Minister Nisi. God bless. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please feel free to share and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you can receive notifications when a new episode is posted. You can also stop by Miss Nisi's website, www.realtalkministry.com. There you can purchase her books, leave a comment, and stay connected with this ministry. Until next time, God bless. Happy Passover from Real Talk Ministry Gospel Radio.